Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the well. Uh, super excited. Uh, as promised, uh, mid-February, I was going to get another guest together for 1220. Uh, I do have that guest, at least a half a guest, which I will explain in a minute, or I'll let him explain, rather. Uh, but I have Dave Trim here uh, today, and uh, 1220. Um, so if you remember, as I was explaining what 1220 is, uh, it was my idea to share with you, my listeners, an opportunity to hear some rare insights uh, to some of our newest creators, our freshest creators, local creators in my area that I've come in contact with over the years and uh, have been inspired by myself. But it's my hope, always my hope, that if I can get something out there, whether it's through the podcast channel that I have or through the blog, if I can get some insight and some help uh, to get somebody started to become the best version of themselves or to create the best version of their show on themselves, uh, I'm going to try to do that. Uh, so, without further ado, I'm going to let Dave kind of introduce himself and, and who he is and the half that he represents and kind of give us a little background on, on what he does, actually, and, and, and what, it, what, what his craft is. For sure. So, uh, my name is David. Uh, I run a U- or half of a YouTube channel called <laughs> 4 Geeks by Geeks. Uh, on there, I go by PK, and my partner goes by Bozer. So, we're David and Tanner in real life, but PK and Bozer is personalities. Um, and basically on 4 Geeks by Geeks, our whole concept is that we put out geeky content. We talk about all the geeky things from anime, comic books, movies, awesome. video games. It doesn't matter if you geek out about it. We want to geek out with you. Uh, it was kind of a chance for us to learn about a bunch of geeky things, but also create a safe space. Um, we both grew up in a generation where being geeky was kind of frowned upon yeah. and like it was a way to get bullied. And we kind of we both agreed that we wish we had that safe space. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a really awesome adventure for us. Man, that is amazing. I can tell you, uh, I was a geek. Um, I, I I fully own that and accept that. I, I was collecting comic books when I was uh, as young as like 10. I used to walk to, like it was literally two miles away from my house, every Wednesday to a gas station that would get comics on Wednesday. And Wednesdays are always comic days, uh, even for comic book stores. Uh, but like comics were my thing, man. Getting lost in that. Uh, collected action figures, uh old Godzilla toys, like, uh, I was into a lot of stuff, so uh, I, I'm i super excited to have you on. And, and you still and have a hefty comic book collection, don't you? Oh, yeah, That's yeah, right. like, uh, we'll have to geek out on that sometime, maybe you can flip it and oh, I yeah, can I be on the show, and I can bring some of my, my biggest editions and, and why I bought them and what they represent. That would be absolutely amazing, because yeah. we, we really don't know a ton about the comic book world, so to learn a lot more would be amazing. Yeah, cool, absolutely. Um, so, uh, as we typically do, uh, as you already heard, like we have about 20 minutes to kind of unpack uh, what you do and, and, and why you do what you do. Um, I always like to ask the first question. It's kind of the same, at least it was for my previous guest, because um, it's probably one of the biggest obstacles and challenges I think creators, uh, people of their crafts, have to kind of overcome, uh, and that's fear. Uh, fear of getting started, fear of jumping in. Uh, so for both of you, like, what would you say, like, how did you just decide to just go for it? Like, like, what was the process? What was in your head? What was your biggest fear? Uh, what were the challenges and obstacles to just finally getting out there and having a pretty amazing show that you have on YouTube right now? Thank you for that. No, uh, for sure. Uh, I think the biggest obstacle, well, we both had very, two very different obstacles. Um, I've tried content creation quite a few times through different YouTube channels, podcasts, you name it. I've tried it just to try to find a creative medium. Um, both of us are theater people out at Alcart at Premier Arts, so we've got enough, uh, what would it be, uh, 
experience with acting and being personalities, but it, we didn't, we both have an issue with um, getting really passionate about something and then falling off, and that was definitely a big fear of Tanner's coming in for me because he knew how I worked, and he was like, hey, I know your experience, I know you get really into these things and you fall off, I don't want to invest my time and then find out that's not going to happen. Um, so I had mapped out about a 10-week plan, and I showed it to him. I was like, this is what we're going to do. I was like, it's going to be rough at first. It's going to be it's going to be a train wreck. But I think if we can stick through it, it yeah. we're going to grow, and we're going to learn, and it's going to be an amazing experience. And by showing him that dedication, yeah. he was completely bought in. Um, but I think even now, uh, as we grow, uh, my biggest fear from the beginning to now was that we were going to see... I think it's that deep-seated fear of like, oh, you're being geeky out loud. Yeah. You're gonna get some feedback. You're gonna get that, like, you're gonna get bullied for it. Sure. And luckily, we've been blessed with an amazing community. And yeah. I guess you have to really seek out this. So I guess it was a silly fear to come into. Sure. Uh, but we've been met with nothing but love. And we've met really amazing people that we've never even met in person yeah. that, like, are all about us and we're all about them. Yeah. And we really wanted to stay true to the title for geeks first and then by geeks. So yeah. it's been huge. All right. So I think some of the things that I hear that's, that's really important to kind of call out as I hear you share that amazing story of getting started and kind of overcoming fears and challenges, um, there's a little bit of understanding the craft and making sure you're immersed in the craft, whether that's you actually were, you know, in acting and theater and have already put yourself out on the stage in front of crowds. So it's overcoming that fear of being out in public and thinking what other people are going to think, but just putting yourself out there. Um, it sounds like there's this plan, too. Like, you, you definitely... Like, I'm, I think some of us, like, we just kind of sometimes will jump into something and, and we won't have, like, okay, what's our, what's our prospectus, if you will, or, like, what would we want to share as far as our plan and you know, especially a partnership, I think. Yes. If, if you're doing it a partnership as two, like, there's got to be some equal ground and kind of a game plan. So I, I like, you said Tanner, right? Yes. Like, like, appreciate that part of him being a part of your business as well and kind of bringing that balance to what you guys are creating. But having a plan and not just... Oh, like I'll do it. I'll do this this weekend, and then next week maybe I'll do this. Like you guys literally mapped out together yeah. weeks in advance shows that you were going to do. So having a plan uh, and getting ready and preparing for your craft, and not just hoping you're going to be shooting for the moon and, and wondering what sticks. Right, and we, and we've stuck to that, and actually we it's it's changed, it, and that's the that was the one thing I'd say that you have to be ready for is that you're going to find more often than not what yeah. you're trying doesn't work, yeah. and. Fear of failure is definitely something that comes with being a creative, um, where you're like, oh, I don't want to put this out, and it's really scary to be like, people are going to see this and they're going to hate it. But getting over that hurdle, if you can get over that hurdle and you realize, okay, that wasn't our greatest, how can we overcome this, what can we do to change, and just constantly going with the flow, you're going to find that eventually you're going to find what you're looking for. Um, right now, uh, funny enough, we're trying to work on finding a North Star, um, Love it. Yep. Love uh, it. What are what's not even just the end goal, but like what are we always striving and moving towards? Like what mm -hmm. is that one thing? And we don't really know what it is yet. Like we know we want to be for geeks. We know you know we we got our title. We know what we're you looking got your vision, for. Yeah. But it's really getting down to the nitty gritties of like what specifically can we hit as our as our guiding light. Creatively, from a fear standpoint, I like that too because it's not just about having a vision. But there's also purpose that comes with vision. You can't just have a vision, this is what we want to do, but how do we keep that vision alive? So it sounds like you guys are bringing some intentionality and some purpose to that. 
uh, and that's important. Um, how, like, this isn't question number two, but I'm just curious. Yeah. Like, as you guys are trying to find your North Star, like, what are some ways that you guys are filtering for that to, to figure what that is, both for you, both, as well as for the customer that you guys, uh, you know, have a YouTube, like, your audience, your vision, if for sure. so to speak. Um, I think the biggest thing we were trying to find uh, was first, like, a, we started with, let's find a formula that works for us, because we started to realize that we were originally doing every week we'll have a topic so that people would come in, but it was too sporadic, it was too chaotic. Like, we would find that we were missing, like once a month you're only getting video games, or once a month you're getting anime, and that's not fair to the audience that wants to see that. So we were like, okay, we need to really try to find a way to make this more frequent for the viewer. Um, so that was our first bit. Like, how can we make it more consistent? Consistency was key. And then we actually reached out to our fans that were willing to listen on Instagram and we said, hey, what do you want? Like, what's your favorite? What do you not like? Looking for feedback and being okay with whatever they tell you. Sure. Because, again, the first part of our name is for geeks, so it's got to be for them. Um, that way we can give them the quality content that they're looking for. That's super cool. That kind of leads me to, I guess, the second question. Um, I'm always curious. I also asked this of our last guest as well, so I'm kind of riffing off of that kind of template, if you will, for now. For uh, as we, you know, continue to do one two twenty. But what's your what was your favorite one? Like, what was your favorite uh, uh, post or like 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 what really spoke to you? Like like as you said, it's, it's there's two sides of this balance, um, this yin and yang. There's your audience that you want to be true to with your vision. And then there's your passion and your love for geekdom that you want to be, you know, true to as well. Yeah. So what, for both of you, like, what stands out as your favorite and why? Um, so to keep true to that message of Four Geeks by Geeks, I, the one that has been most popular was um, this lightsaber video, is Expectations versus Reality. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. And... There's this amazing stunt woman named Michelle C. Smith. We actually got to interview her because she saw our video, and that was a huge moment for us to be like, oh my gosh, this person not only saw our video, but was willing to like FaceTime in with us yeah. and talk and yeah. take this interview. Um, and it was so such a surreal experience, but we basically saw one of her videos, and we broke it down. We tried to do stunt by stunt with no training or no practice. <laughs> and... Um, we just we got lucky and we hit an SEO, um, which is search engine optimization, and it kind of took off. Um, I think we got almost a thousand views on that right Literally now. Literally went viral. Yeah, and in, in this area for us, yeah, and it was super fun to make. It was super like just a wacky idea, um, and I think those are the ones that do the best. Like not the ones where we we try to plan it out, and map it out, but where we have this crazy zany idea and we just go and do it um, with a theme on top of it. Um, which brings me, I guess my favorite video that we ever made was um, we did this Doctor Who episode and it was Pictionary so we had to draw like something from Doctor Who from drawing it from a bowl um, and was, was the screwdriver in there? Was, was, yeah, was yeah so like, the TARDIS, the screwdriver <laughs> like the sonic screwdriver was in there like everything, even characters uh, I think K9 was in there yeah. and it was the person drawing and then there's two people out there and they had to guess and if you didn't guess it right you had to take a shot of hot sauce. And it was on a little spinning wheel, and it varied from, like, green Tabasco sauce all the way to we had uh, ghost pepper in there. Oh, and wow. I think I went through a gallon of milk by myself. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it was such a weird, crazy challenge that those kind of things, where we come up with this 
something that I hadn't seen before, and I thought, oh, that'd be really fun to try. Sure. Um, those are the moments. Cool, 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 cool. Um, the part two to that question, I guess I'll ask is, what was the worst for you, and what did you learn from it uh, as, a, as a team together? Like, was there one that where you're like, oh, gosh, I need a do-over button for that? Yes. Um, oh, There's been a couple. Uh, I would say almost the entire first half of Four Geeks by Geeks before we really got the formula down. We started as a, a, a podcast, um, and then we switched over to YouTube. But while we were a podcast, YouTube channel kind of at the same time, um, we had so many stumbles. We made it, they were hour long because um, we thought people would want to listen to an hour. And then we actually went back at the beginning of this year to watch that first episode, and we'd made it 10 minutes. That was it. And then we started fast forwarding. So just learning that length. Uh, the second episode, we our video completely cut out. Um, the third episode, it was it was just there was always one mistake after the other, and we just kept picking it up and like oh crap. So every episode, I think even to now, like every episode, I go back and I'm like oh I could have done that different. But it's been such a huge learning opportunity. But now we've got like a new lens, we've got the right camera lighting, we've got a formula down. Um, we actually took part of your one two twenty idea um, at towards the latter of our interview stage of just geek out sessions we're like we need to really like focus up because we found that we were rambling mm. um, but there was one that stuck out and it would actually be episode two and that was that one where at the time we were so ill prepared that we had um, a selfie stick in a wine bottle with our phone in it <laughs> duct taped <laughs> All in it, so just to stabilize it. Oh, man. And we had our friend on, and it was all about Overwatch. And then two minutes into filming, the camera stopped recording. But at the time, we didn't have a cameraman, so we had no idea. So we went and did the full hour-long podcast with zero footage. And we still put it out. Instead of trying to redo it, we forced it. I did some gameplay. And I think that something similar just happened for this last week. Yeah where we lost, I deleted the footage by accident. Um, and I was like, oh, we got to scrounge and hurry up and get something together. We have a consistent, we have a schedule. And he was like, that seems unfair to the fans to just throw something crappy at them where yeah. we should be more honest and just say, hey, sure. we made a mistake. This happened. Yeah. There was technical difficulties. Yeah. And I don't know, I think that just shows how much we've grown in that one year. Sure. Uh, quite a few things I heard in there, right? Yeah, but I think it's fantastic. Thank you. That's exactly what I think our audience needs to hear. Um, I think it's okay to make mistakes, um, but only if you can take a look at those mistakes, laugh at them, not let them be like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to do this again, and be a challenge or roadblock. There's a lot to learn in our mistakes, and I love how you kind of told the story of what that told you, and probably not going to tape uh, to a selfie stick like no, better cameraman not. and. But I, I loved what you said, and, and I appreciate what you said about one through twenty. First episode, it's probably my worst episode, um, but I appreciate it. Uh, is is learning from other creators too? Like, there's opportunity for us to learn about our craft by learning from other people's crafts. Yeah, being inspired by other people, I think, is the biggest thing. I mean, I, I was talking to Les, who you had on last week, about yeah. like being a content creator could be hard because you either feel like you feel this like weight that you need to be either incredibly original yeah. which can be hard or sure. if you do imitate somebody yeah. you have to find a way to do it better than them to yeah. stick out yeah. and that was really weighing me down this last week and I finally came to 
realization when I was editing this last video we're doing. Um, it was um, anime outros. Like, so it was all we did like what if anime or Uno was an anime, and we did this whole like over the top outro, and it was so much fun. I was like, even if this only got one view, I've had so much more fun doing this yeah. than trying to fit it to somebody else's needs. Like, just flexing this creative muscle and this idea and this concept. Just doing it. Just, just go for doing it. Because uh, you can learn so much from that. 100%. Um, you know, I, I think myself, too, and this is more about you than it is really of me, but, like, me getting to this point where I'm actually doing casts now, and it's probably, like, 18th or 19th episode, uh, and, the, and it's less than a year that I've been doing it, but, like, it's just, like, go for it. Who cares about whether I get a like or whether I get love? Um, I do get views, and that's all that matters to me is, like, how many people actually listen to it. Right. Um, and I hope, just like you probably hope as a group, that there's geeks out there in, in the geekdom world that will uh, just latch on and, and sub up and uh, get an opportunity to be inspired to try to do the same or, or express their own geekdom and, and get out there and just like, hey, man, you got to love, just put it out there. Uh, who cares what others think? Exactly. Um, uh, so, awesome. Um, Last question. I know this is a third question. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm kind of breaking my format, but I'm so interested and so inspired by some of the stuff you're saying. So we'll kind of end with this one. Um, I I get bothered by people who say like, "What keeps you up at night?" Like that's that's such a, a like a cliche kind of thing to say. What gets you excited? What gets you both excited about getting up like and getting ready for an episode like? Just what gets you excited about your craft every day? Yeah. Um, actually, it's funny you asked. I was just thinking about this on the way over. Um, getting to connect with a bunch of people that I would have never met otherwise has been a super cool experience. Getting to do things that I never thought I'd get to do. Like learn cool. how to battle with lightsabers. Right. Like, learn how to fight with lightsabers. <laughs> learn how to edit video even. Like there's right. a bunch of cool tricks and tips and like learning how to play Magic the Gathering. Learning more about comic books. I'm learning so much knowledge from this. I learned how to do cosplay better. I learned how to do cell shading makeup. Like getting into that and getting to meet these yeah. amazing people that have all yeah. these amazing talents that yeah. I wouldn't have even thought as a talent has been incredible. Um, but I think the biggest thing was I realized that if you're not going to give yourself 100% into something, then it's not really something. So, like, you said what keeps you awake at night, but what also, it, what keeps me awake at night and what gets me excited is de just delving deeper. Like, like, the ideas keep me awake at night and, like, my drive to learn more and strive more and find more, it, it keeps me awake in excitement. Super fantastic. I, I honestly don't want to end on anything but that. I think that's exactly what what my audience needs to hear uh, about doing it and just getting out there and, and expressing themselves, uh, whatever that craft is. Right. Uh, Dave, thanks so much. Uh, wish Tanner could have been here as well. I do too. I wish, uh, I wish he wanted to so badly, but with rehearsal schedules, he yeah. got limited. No worries. I will have uh, the YouTube channel links in there for my listeners. You guys will be able to go ahead and check it out. Check out some of those episodes we mentioned. They're fantastic. Trust me. It's it's a great time. Uh, if nothing else, you might get a good laugh, and it'll make you happy. Uh, but it, it's really great, so check it out. Um, also, uh, all the noise that you're hearing in the background, uh, my friends at Zen, uh, Zen Cafe, a uh, really great place that I usually uh, hang out and, and get creative. I have a space that I like to do that, and, and they allow me to do that here. So I want to thank them. Uh, they'll also be in there, South Bend, Indiana. Check them out if you're ever in the area, and uh, look me up. Uh, but Dave, thank you. I yeah. appreciate your time. Thank you for having us uh, on here. I appreciate having you on. Yeah, that yeah. was right. incredible. Cool. Can't Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you again soon.